Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Just Two Dads with my co-host, co-founder, Mr. Sean Francis. I am Brian Altunian, and today's episode is um, is a fascinating. It's going to be a fascinating subject. We are learning as as parents in this new paradigm of you know, after, after diagnosis of a child with special needs, how to live a I don't know. I want to say normal, but that's not the right word. Atypical yeah. life and uh, and uh, and uh, needing to find resources and other forms of support. And today's guest is going to be talking about that. So stay tuned for another episode of Just Two Dads. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Just Two Dads. I think we are episode 150. Sean, is that correct? Is it 150? That's correct. That is correct. 150. 150. Um, so um, with uh, Sean Francis, I am Brian Altunian. We started this process about three, a little over three years ago. And we wanted to create a platform to shine a spotlight on folks who were doing amazing things for the special needs community because as dads, uh, when our children were diagnosed a number of years ago, 15 to 25 years ago, um, the access to resources was fairly limited, or at least our knowledge of the resources available was fairly limited. And so we wanted to give an opportunity to folks who are doing amazing things. Today's guest is going to be no, uh, no exception, and you're going to hear a, a great story. We're also talking about um, how different uh, com uh, cultures and communities all obviously also deal with things such as autism and other um, neurodiverse issues. So before we get to our guests, just want to thank everybody who's catching us live on Facebook. Put um, some comments in there. Joe, I see you're here already. Hello, welcome. Um, and uh, if you're catching us after the fact on our YouTube channel, uh, please subscribe and like and leave uh, messages for us there. Or you can email us at wearejusttodads at gmail.com. I'm already catching us on podcasts wherever you're catching podcasts. Thank you for making us part of your listening day. And same to those folks down in the U.S. Virgin Islands on WSTX AM radio. Um, thank you, family, for being a part of, of what we're doing and helping spread the word. And uh, really, uh, it's been, I think, a couple of weeks since we've since we've had a guest. So we're really excited about today's guest. Um, and before we get to her, I'm just going to throw it over to Sean Francis to uh, to say good morning. Sean, I feel like I haven't talked to you in, in weeks, too. It's bizarre. It's been a while. There's been a lot going on. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, you know... Enough about me and anything else, you know, as, as, as much as always, and maybe even more so, I just want to make sure that we give our, our light and moment to our, uh, our guest. Um, you know, our guest today is someone who is a uh, warrior personified. Sometimes I feel like that just saying that just gets so, uh, rote and cliche and you're just saying it, you know, over and over, but, um, the people that we come across, you know, are just that. Uh, warriors and, and 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 heroes and as much yeah. as you think your situation is so unique and that you're going through something nobody knows or can understand you meet someone get a little familiar with their battle just a little you have so much appreciation for their example what they do and your own battle and realize that um you know you're not alone and our guest today is someone who is um you know like i said a warrior personified um she started the first um, development center called the Child Development Center, uh, the first uh, multidisciplinary 
Therapy Center for Children with Autism in the nation of, and you can tell me Hazana if I'm pronouncing it correct because I've heard I've heard Qatar and then I've heard Qatar after I was like no I, I'm pretty sure it's Qatar. it's Qatar Qatar yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so th that alone says you know a, a whole lot being able to to do that and swim upstream in the greatest definition but we're going to get into all of those things but welcome to the show Warrior Personified Hazna Nara welcome Hazna. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's a great pleasure to, to be here, and it's great to connect with uh, like-minded parents uh, that are also, you know, um, putting out their talents to support the community. <laughs> and I love that, and I think that's what unifies a lot of us: um, the great. sharing of resources. Thank for you, sure. thank you. Yeah, we we believe that you know anything that reminds people that they are they're not alone is immeasurable in value. So uh, as I always say at this point in the show, you know, you may not see yourself as a hero, but here to happily tell you that you're wrong and all heroes have superpowers and their story determines how those powers came to be. So why don't we start with that with yourself? Because I know the time is going to go by fast and we're going to find ourselves running out of enough time for your story, but let's squeeze in as much as we can. I have a quite diverse story. Um, I am born in the U.S., but I uh, lived in Europe, on the actually between Switzerland and Italy, on the Italian border. So it's a very even that is a particular situation uh, for 25 years. Uh, after that, I am now. Uh, I don't want to say happily, but I'm definitely comfortably divorced. As in, I'm in a good place. It was a conscious choice, and it was what I needed to do. And I've been in LA, it's uh, my second year, um, complete big change for me and my kids, but uh, that's it in a nutshell. Uh, definitely been exposed to a lot of languages. I do speak five. Um, I never quite <laughs> put, them, put them to use the, the past few years. <laughs> Maybe you have some technical issues. She froze, issues. yeah. She's frozen. I, you froze you, on you, us a little bit there. You froze just, just for a minute there. But <laughs> here's the other thing. I've... Your background is so diverse that I, I had to pick and choose what I was, you know, what I was going to share and everything. But one of the areas that has me, you know, full of the most respect for you, in addition to what you mentioned, talking about, you know, uh, making a conscious choice to, um, you know, to, to go through with a, with a divorce yes. that is in yes. the best interest in you and your children. You know, she is a mother of four, including two of her children that are on the spectrum. So uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, the type of environment that you grew up in, because, you know, how we're supported or lack thereof has everything to do with how we face our child's diagnosis when that time comes. I mean, it was definitely different timing. Um, uh, 45 years of age and not uh, in no way like uh, proud of that. Not so I have seen it was, I grew up I don't keep freezing, but I'm back now. Yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. if it's me or who it is. But uh, uh, yeah, so my education um, was still very, very uh, conformist, as in uh, there was no attention to learning differences to, I mean, you were either this or that. We definitely were not exposed to 
um, as much to disabilities or to differences in our time. Of course, I mean, as empathetic, empathetic people, it's something we've, um, we haven't ignored, but when it happened to me, I didn't think that I had the tools to accept it right away. I, I was very hyper-focused on changing it and, and doing something about it, catching the train. Um, and yeah. I think, uh, I think that's, that's also a common, a common experience amongst his parents where it's like, he's not going to fit in. Uh, how is his life altered? But then we tend to forget that there's a whole process of grief happening within us. And that's the thing is that, you know, if the battery is low, if the, if the cup is empty, you have nothing to mm -hmm. get. So we're trying to get all that done you know, with a cup. So eventually, right. you know, we, we do hit all the five stages of depression. I think what was very helpful was unlearning a lot of what I learned and uh, learn anew. But I think that's not just for our journey with our kids. Right. Um, so, right. and I, as, as I mentioned before, I, you know, I told you we would go as deep or as shallow as you wish with your story and, and as yeah. detailed or skim, whatever, whatever it is you want to do. Yeah. But as much as you're willing to or comfortable sharing, tell us then, so you're raised in this environment where at the very least, it seems like it was just, it didn't necessarily prepare you for any of your children's di uh, diagnosis. Um, um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what kind of preparation there is for that anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it wasn't, uh, like uh, that, my what they could, but they, you know, they were first generation. Oh, is it gone again? My first generation immigrants, and you know, yeah. uh, those generations, we they stick to. Uh, they wanna, they want to keep, you know, uh, a lot of, you know, their identity. At the same time, I was first generation going to uh, an Italian school and a Swiss school, and and uh, first generation Arab. So it was. You know, there was a lot of unpacking for me, and and so uh, uh, it was a process. It was a process to find my own. I have to belong right. to either. I could totally belong to. I can't now, tell you it was. Oh, sorry. Roses. Sorry, <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Please ask. Please. Yeah. So well. So okay. So you're you're raised in Europe. And then at some point you got to higher education, I'm assuming just because yeah. of your, your yeah. varied background and the things that you, yeah. that you did. Tell us about what, what that was like then. Uh, so I, uh, I mean, higher education, I, I, I studied, don't even ask me why, political science and economics uh, with my bachelor. Um, I think at the time I just felt like, oh, I needed to do something. I don't think. Uh, as much as it has taught me, I don't think that was my passion. The world is too ugly. So I prefer to, you know, on a micro level. Um, and then I did uh, actually years, about five back to USC special ed just for, um, just for my own um, and involved student. So, uh, and not that I plan to be how to uh, how to get the attention of these students? How to identify what our teachers should with our kids? So that puts me at a very, uh, especially. I have information very helpful. 
let me know if I if I missed anything. We're you're I'm sorry, you're freezing a little bit. And, and and sometimes that's just the way the internet connection works when we do this because we had no problems before going live. So that's not yeah, anybody's yeah. fault, just what is. But I think you mentioned that you know you got you know you got yourself PhD in special me. ed. No, no PhD yeah, in special ed. Master's not PhD. I'm not a doctor yet. <laughs> it is oh, in my oh, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Oh, but a master master's in special master's. It's a uh, MIT, it's a teaching um, master for teachers, actually. So I was one of the few people that didn't plan to teach, but I, I plan to um, teach uh, teachers, understand, understand the process. And also, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there was uh, about a year of student teaching. So I was teaching at, a, at my kid's school at the time and uh, differentiating and whatnot. And, and it was really great to be in a teacher's shoes. Uh, and really see those processes happen. It was a beautiful, um, I, I look at it as research for me, but it also really helped me understand how our kids learn. And more than that is how, how much is the system, the educational system serving them and uh, mm -hmm. what can be done, what can be done. Luckily for me, I, I, I it was here at USC. So it, it was it was all California, um, almost like the system, um, you know, I know so much about uh, hmm. okay, for, <laughs> it's okay. We just keep going. We just ignore it. We yeah, just keep going. going. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's we'll that's fill in holes. I think if we can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's part of doing. So, yeah, how education is. Uh, yeah, I think it's very and. I, and you don't have to go to school to be educated, but we have everything right. on. We can access on our fingers. Every education is powerful. My reason for asking uh, about it is is because here's a, it. So it's you know you so you you go to college. You know at some point you know you meet your husband. I know enough to know that you got married, and your marriage is what led you to Qatar. So you're you're in Qatar. Your child gets diagnosed. It's one thing to say, I'm going to learn as much as I can and be an advocate for my child. It is another thing to develop an entity that is the first in its region for others. So tell us about that and how that came to be, because yeah, that's, I mean, that's another level. I, it's, uh, I, I did actually uh, meet my husband about five years actually after um, being working in foreign exchange and, <laughs> and a proper treasury of a multinational in Switzerland the first five years. And then uh, I did get married. Uh, that's a whole other story for another day. <laughs> but I got married and moved uh, to Qatar in 2003, which was, um, it was, let's say, in its infancy, but there was definitely very fast development happening at the time. And uh, mm -hmm. Faisal was born in 2007. Uh, I have I have been an employee. I mean, I'm, I've been working since the day I graduated, very driven, but really in the comfort of, of you know, the nine to five and, and life is good and weekends are fun, nothing to think about until Monday. And that was perfect. And then... Uh, right. In Qatar, I did the same thing for a few years, and then by 2010, it was obvious that uh, just different. He was just so different. I couldn't make sense of it. I I kept hoping he would snap out of it or learn. I um, uh, 
single thing. And uh, finally, the, the word that kept coming up was, uh, and, and it, that was well, that was 13 years ago at the time, the word autism was so scary. And I keep saying the only reason it was so scary was because it was always accompanied by the lifelong condition. The lifelong bit was, I couldn't digest that. It was like, what do you mean? Yeah. Right? Like, and he's a, like, anything I could have, you know, so that's when the rush for remediation comes and we're like, what can we do? What can we get? Let's run early intervention. And, and we did, I went out of my way. I, uh, again, and then there were no centers, nothing, no support at the time. It was very hard to get a diagnosis for me. It took about three years, finally got one. I had to travel to the U.S. to get one because Faisal presented ah. quite differently. And uh, so he, I didn't get a formal diagnosis until he was six because I was already doing everything I could, like speech therapy and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, he presented differently. They would say, oh, he has imaginary play and, 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 and so forth, but he doesn't have this. And, you know, they're following a checkbook. And this is what I feel has changed so much over the years um, that it's uh, a checklist, sorry, uh, is that, um, you know, autism doesn't necessarily uh, just have to, you know, you have to hit a score. It's not math it's not math because Faisal always was close to the to 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 you know to qualifying for being on the spectrum but he would be a few points below so yeah but, yeah so of course doctors tell me this and I'm like stick to my ears because now you know he's not autistic and and I'm trying to and I think you know in um I'll fill in where I can, especially with our technical challenges here today. But this is where the benefit comes. You know, for those that don't know, Hazna and I met because her son Faisal is in the same class with my son Elijah. And, you know, anyone that follows me or the show, you know, on social media, and, you know, I, I try to keep my consciousness, not just keep it high, but continue to raise it. Always be curious about other people's shoes. And yet I still fall victim to my own space and meeting Faisal is a great example of that because I'm used to the manner in which Elijah presents as a result of his diagnosis of autism. Whereas yeah. when he communicates, there will be like what sounds like a full stream of consciousness or communication with gaps in words. Whereas when Faisal communicates with you, the consciousness is like, the stream is is constant and it's only now that i realize that it's so constant that where it might present in his case is that he may not have a boundary especially if, if he likes you he's gonna you know get really close and just greet you like right away and he knows right away whether he likes you or he doesn't and that is the thing for those that are listening to pay attention to and always remember if your child is on the spectrum just know that whatever your experience is with your child there are shared pieces of it, but there are pieces of it that are specific to your child's situation as well that is very different from that of, of which, which somebody else may present. And then if you're not familiar with the spectrum, these are, are, the, are the types of nuggets that will prevent you from saying things like, well, he doesn't look like it. You know, 
It's funny. I didn't think that. He, he doesn't look like he has autism. Well, that's because there is no one look. And anything, again, that teaches us that we're not alone and of our differences as well as the things that that, that celebrate us is is worthwhile. And I just you know thought that that was um, worth pointing out. But it's still just a, such a large undertaking to create this entity. Well, to do it, period. It's one thing to do it here where there's some kind of support, but to do it in a country where it doesn't exist and you plant a big old flag... You know, to be honest, it feels like um, almost like a divine thing. I don't, you know, I, I didn't have the resources. I definitely didn't have the money. Funny, I applied for this, uh, you know, it's like this interest rate free loan that the government provide, the, the, this bank, Hunter Development Bank. It was a program, a program for entrepreneurship. And so my research happened by meeting other community members. Uh, other parents and sharing the same therapist who was spending all day <laughs> driving from home to home to home to home to do a one hour. And then speech therapy, we would drive. And then there were a few, not too many. And this was born out of a conversation after a session with, uh, I think it was speech, speech or behavior with my son's therapist. And we're like, God, if only we could have one roof to do all of this so I can get all of this on a, on a consistent basis and not drive all day and also meet parents in the waiting room. It's like we spoke it into existence because mm. later I, um, I walked into this office, somebody advised me, go, they'll give you entrepreneurship ideas. And, uh, and they told me about this program. And uh, I, I did this business plan with the best I knew. The numbers made sense. The demand made sense. I already knew a little bit of the market. I knew that um, autism was definitely, at least diagnosis, were going up. Uh, and of yeah. course, the more involved you are, you more you see. And, and uh, ultimately, I, I turned in this piece of paper thinking, you know, hopefully, most likely, I won't see the day of light. But I was very happy. And then I got a call three days later. And and I once I got the loan a few weeks later, I was like, oh God, now, <laughs> now there's no choice. No, I have to do it. You know, no, like, I have to do it. You know? And, wow. it was, and everything moved like a domino. It was really interesting. That's why I say it was divine. I don't tell you that that was, of course, now it's been 10 years. We're actually, November will be 10 years. So I can tell you, yes, it's definitely, um, there's demand for this. It's definitely healthy business and whatnot. Again, keeping the balance between being compassionate and being and being accessible, but also being of quality, because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people that, um, and I don't want to say people, but there's definitely different, so many options, and some can be, you know, they don't have the science behind them, or they don't have the, the, the you know, the compassion, or mm -hmm. so that was really the the the, the, the struggle for us. Um, how do we keep this? How do we attract? talented therapists, professionals, and provide good packages that would have them, you know, completely committed. And uh, at the same time, we don't go under. Uh, how do we support the families? How do we accept insurance? What permits do we need? And and so on. It, operationally, I mean, clinically, really, it, it's been amazing. I mean, I would say hundreds of kids have, have, um, have used our services, have passed through CDC. But many more uh, centers have opened uh, in the years which we collaborate with and support because really it's uh, it's such a big, you know, it's such a there's so much demand that there's definitely work for everyone. So I try not to compete right. with, with the local uh, uh, with the local competition. It's great. The more mm -hmm. we see. Uh, so I, um, I, yeah. 
go for no, it. No, I was just gonna say so 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 that's the child development center. You mm -hmm. since left Qatar, you're in Los Angeles. So does the child development center still exist in, mm -hmm. in, in yes, in yes, Qatar? and I run it from here. <laughs> oh I, wow. I, we, okay. wow. I, we, <laughs> we live in an age where thankfully we are connected enough and I have very solid um and great people that have been with me for years supporting. Uh, and, you know, I can't tell you, it's it, it, we haven't had our challenges, but it taught me a lot also to be able to, you know, manage um, across from across the world and, and at the same time work on other uh, projects. Mm -hmm. I mean, that I would say that's my first real jump into this, but uh, we've, mm -hmm. um, for example, with two other moms, we all met at my center. We've, uh, we've opened this, um, it's a small retail store, but it has a lot of pop-up for therapy tools because over there was very difficult to find special seats. Everybody was ordering on Amazon and waiting for days. And, and you know, so sure. we just, and that goes from like chewy tubes to sensory uh, blankets to weight blankets to headphones to, so that's been running for about six years. Again, small, small, but uh, how do you say it? Um, a big spiritual currency, I think. So that, that's yeah. really that's really what what it is like one initiative will lead to another two years ago the year that i left qatar was um or like oh god our kids don't have activities we need to come up with something where they don't have after school they get kicked out because the coaches don't know so we did the life skills hub again uh to one ter two therapists one mother like always somebody from the community and uh i've uh, i've launched it with them and let them <laughs> let them uh manage it and it's 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 great it's it's uh, not wow. just for them obviously but it's doing camps, it's doing craft, it's doing, uh, they have a lot of uh, even life skills, some vocational, and uh, and that's what it is. I think creativity, when you channel your pain and what you perceive as trauma, and it is trauma, I mean, it's definitely, there's there's definitely a big element of grief in our journey. Uh, mm -hmm. When you channel that into ideas, then you can be as creative as possible. And uh, definitely, and what are you good at? Uh, how can you serve? And that's what it comes down to. And then, um, like you mentioned, learn Amazing. autism. Learn autism is uh, was during COVID. Yeah, <laughs> during COVID. Great. That was my next question. How we <laughs> go from COVID, child we development have, to learn. Uh, I have a great connection with Dr. Stephen Shore. He's an autistic um, uh, self-advocate and professor um, in New York. And um, uh, he, I've brought him for several symposiums, conferences, We've had a 10-year relationship, and during COVID, we, a little before actually, we were like, God, there's no access to what is the most important thing. I said, information for a parent is information, especially when you don't know what to do. That you're you're gonna get lost in a sea of, of Google searches or of. Um, how, so we thought about you know doing this video catalog of um, just the basics of everything. I'm hoping to have more time to add more content to it and, and more ideas, but uh, mm -hmm. that's what it was born on, like um, born from. Uh, how do you put your child to sleep? How do you deal with tantrums? All of these answered by Excellent. federal professionals uh, from around the world, a whole section on IEPs. It is uh, the IEP, um, uh, and, and we try to be as diverse as possible. Like uh, we also had the lawyer that uh, did that series on the on the platform, on the app, is a holistic mm -hmm. lawyer uh, based in Boston, and he breaks down the IDEA law in very simplified terms for all of us to understand uh, what does it look like, what are your rights, what's an advocate, and so forth. The more 
the best way we can arm ourselves is through information. So okay, I, so great about so great about that. Is that even family members that aren't, you know, in the house with you know with their with the child can learn what their family members are going through, right? Absolutely. Say, like, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, whatever yeah. they can they can learn, you know, get some detail, get some insight. Yeah. Sometimes when you're observing, you don't even like I don't even know how I would deal with this particular situation how do i deal with you know Absolutely. with the yeah uh, tantrum i don't want to call it a tantrum mm -hmm. but you know when a breakdown of some yeah, kind. meltdown yeah meltdown, meltdown. yeah um, and it's uh yeah so it's, i find it fascinating that there's a resource we always talk about like looking for resources for people to be able to access right so yeah. amazing love that sorry and I, you I, I, say no, no 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 i'm i'm I, okay, I'm still like I'm looking for words. I wasn't trying to get a word in edgewise. I was trying to look for a word because I like to pride myself on doing a minimal amount of, you know, research or preparation for each of our episodes. And it's easy to take that for granted if you know a guest beforehand. And there's a certain amount of that that got took for granted, not taken for granted, not looking at the site. When you talk about because I'm scrolling around it right now, and this is why it's on the screen. And I encourage everyone to go and take a look. If you if you have compassion for other people, and you are not familiar with autism, you know where would you go to learn about stepping in somebody else's shoes? This is a great resource for that. If your diagnosis is new and you're my child's been diagnosed, now what? This is a great resource. And now it's yeah, it got it got my wheels turning in terms of like the whole idea of how putting something someplace that brings people together and that unity is not limited to autism or special needs period. That's just it. That, that is beautiful. That, that's it's something else. And I had no it's idea beautiful. what we had in our hands having you here. I really didn't. I bless you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's a work in process. I mean, it was, uh, again, it was several family, couple families, Dr. Shore, and uh, all amazing people we've worked with, um, sometimes internationally, like Dr. Deborah Beckham for speech therapy. She's, she was so, she, one of our mothers her, flew to Florida for her child to spend the summer. And when we suggested she be a part of this, she was ecstatic. She, you know, and those are the people that we, and we were like so honored that she would be on our platform, but she was, beyond happy and she said finally you know the, this information needs to be accessible and this is information that is accessible it is all over google but how do you streamline it and how do you so we try to have different points of view having neurodiverse speakers as well uh even very important to me and um i do have um Russell Lehman, another autistic, there's a lot of autistic representation and on the platform, speaking about no. the, the social emotional part of growing up autistic, the, the trauma, the, the OCD, what, what, you know, and sometimes it's very raw. And again, this platform is a work in progress. It is a free to the world because mm -hmm. uh, we wanted to, uh, we wanted just to give access and it's, it's not something difficult to maintain. Of course, we would love uh, one day to uh, be able to raise the funds to upgrade it to you know higher levels that it looks amazing but this is this is what we could do and it and it has uh several thousand users actually around the world that, that, that access it and and would be great to have other resources on there to continue to add um we tried to cover topics like dating again maybe on a surface level that could go but money uh there you know i mean <laughs> just uh, just putting it out in the unit 
Congress, uh, yeah. doing a series with you, Sean, or with you, you know, with whatever you're, uh, that would be amazing. Just educating people because education, first of all, it's free. Uh, and second of all, it's accessible. And if it can be taught in the language that we all understand that, I mean, there's no black and white, you know, like we know mm-hmm. exactly what to do and we are collectively building a better world for our kids rather than changing our fit, kids to fit the world. And that's a change right. in paradigm that happened. That's a change in oh, paradigm yeah. that happened in 10 years. It was we, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I just, I, you're like I running just, on his phone and I was pulling it up on my, on my iPad. So, yeah, uh, go, go, go to Google, go to Google Play, go to your app store, download the app. I mean, um, and here's the thing, like you just said something that is key. Learning is free. Yeah, learning is free, but ignorance is expensive, <laughs> you know? So, so, yeah, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm blown away. Amazing. Amazing research. I had no idea how that. Again, this is what we why we love doing this this podcast because we get to provide you know a little bit of a spotlight, but also you know for us as parents to know that these resources do exist. You know, we're as much fans and in the audience as we are hosting this thing. So yeah. it's funny because Sean and I do this. We do this live because we love the experience, the organic experience of life as it as it happens. Um, and he joked about it. We have had a lot going on the last couple of weeks. I didn't do a lot of, I didn't do a lot of research. And so as you're talking, I'm like, Oh, let's take a look at the site. And I'm blown away by how much material you have on here, how much is available. And like, we know a ton of people, families of, you know, with children on the spectrum, like, I, I don't even, I'm, I'm literally like messaging people as we're talking. Let me tell you, you know, this, this, is like, like, this, is this is like meeting some, Hasna, we've known each other now for maybe two months, the beginning of the school yeah. year, right? Yeah. yeah. This is like meeting, this is like meeting someone and they say to you, you're having a conversation and they say, yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a car. I have a, I have a, I have a nice car. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then one day they just, they just show you, the, they don't even show you the car. You see the car because they pull up in it one day and they're not even trying to impress you with the car it's completely being undersold and you look at it and it's like some concept car that has like a house within it and a butler and every and it's electric and it doesn't need to charge i mean you have yeah. undersold what this is right yeah. here i i I'm just blown away. No, honestly, thank you for your words. I do hope to give more access and more information. I think that's something, like I said, it's not, uh, you know, when we consciously decided to make this free because it just made sense for this to be free because this is everybody's contribution or at least our partners and whoever to more awareness. And uh, of course, I mean, where where I see it, I have a vision for it. Um, I definitely, we definitely would like, but I think once we have the numbers of, um, of we can then reinvest in, in creating more content, upgrading the content, even having it in different languages. I think the one thing that yeah. the entire planet has access to is a smartphone, or at least the majority, let's say, even mm-hmm. in remote areas. And, and really, it's funny because we have a lot of uh, uh, downloads in India. It's interesting, the parts that you know where, you know, there isn't a lot of access. Uh, we have in Africa as well. I mean, it's those are the those are the areas where you won't even know, like getting it, forget getting a diagnosis, but even 
you, you're just left to your own devices. So what do you do? Just like COVID taught us, what do we do? We just teach ourselves. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it's little things, you know, if you uh, start to understand the meltdown, you look at it differently. Uh, also looking at our kids on a, in a human, on a human level, like they yes. also have feelings. Yes. They're not just a behavior. They're not just, it's not just about shutting them up. What are they feeling right now? Do you, can you imagine what, mm-hmm. what they you know, not being able to express, and 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 we we seem to also forget all that. So I'm I'm very big on social emotional learning. I think uh, discovering mindfulness changed my life. Uh, I meditate on a regular basis. I need to do yes. more these days, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I definitely believe in, in finding our center and uh, and operating from there. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. I think it's it's so beautiful, and you know. You echoed my thoughts already because we are Marty thinking like how can we be a part of that? How can we contribute to the mission that this app has intended? And I heard something yesterday on a podcast that just shed new light on a familiar thought for me, which is that two things. I've heard that we are not our thoughts, right? In other words, if you would have blurred out every thought that you ever had. People would really, you know, you know what I mean? So, so that says several things there. It's normal to have thoughts that are outside of things that you would ever do or say, number one. And then two, we don't need to believe everything that we think, right? And and all of those things are, are huge when we get confused into thinking that our children are their behavior. You know, our Mm -hmm. behavior is not necessarily who we are, especially if we don't know why one is behaving in the manner in which they are. And at the same time, one of our guests said something to me, he said something to us that I've just like observed always, which is that behavior is language too. Mm -hmm. And if, and and, and if, and if one lacks verbal language, whether they're nonverbal or can't quite group the words together, they're going to communicate with behavior anyway. And that's just another example of, how again we have more in common than we do otherwise it's just i wasn't prepared for this level of appreciation i really wasn't that's oh, amazing else. it really yeah. yeah this is great and also i'm just gonna say you you sort of have you sort of downplayed this yeah a little bit. sort of that's that's why i gave the car that's why i gave the car no, analogy she's like yeah i have a car yeah yeah, 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 anyway, no, yeah. she didn't tell me that the car flies I, I hope it fly. I mean, I'm again. I think. I think it's. It's. A, it really comes down to just navigating, and and um, it's not. You know, I. I always feel like Faisal was supposed to be my my. You know, at least that's what it felt like. Why me? My greatest pain, my greatest trauma. Uh, I remember those years. I could barely function. You know, and especially in the beginning and just felt enormous uh, amounts of grief. But then out of that, look what Faisal was behind, like look how many initiatives and how much, like when you alchemize your pain and pain becomes creativity. And again, I say this, I know you're both doing the same thing with your knowledge, with what you have, and that's what it comes down to. And uh, and really these all these projects I keep thinking happened because of community, happened because People have come together and have discussed and have talked and ideas. And that's how ideas are born when you're sitting alone in your depression and, and just wondering why me and choosing not to wake up in the morning, which fair enough, I don't do sometimes. I can't get out of bed and I'm not I'm not superwoman for sure. And it happens and we must accept it and just ride the waves. 
uh, but ultimately so much can come out of what we perceive are our pain, which is opportunities. And then from there, you'll meet more people and you don't know where you'll go. And, and we're always following a path that was set up for us in so many ways, because I don't, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like um, instead of saying, why me? I say, okay, I was chosen. There's a mission here, you know, so yeah. I'm gonna, you know, ride along and not be afraid. And again, oh my God, the insecurity is doing learn autism and it's not gonna this mm -hmm. and there's too much. And then it was like, you know, we're just gonna put, especially when we decided it's gonna be a free resource, it was so liberating. It was like, we're just gonna put it out there for the world and uh, it doesn't have to, you know, um, and, and it was, there's a lot of, I, 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 I named that before spiritual currency, but I think a lot of that means that it's not, you, it's not just what you make monetarily, it's also, um, it's also the ripple blessings that happen to you. And uh, definitely. Yeah, so so it's all an ongoing journey. I, I would love to continue to work in media for sure, because I think media is the future. I think uh, we need more documentaries. I do have one in mind that it's in its very early inception, but uh, I do I would love to do document more about the the trauma in autistic individuals, the they're not ours, uh, the, the the journey, the resilience, like just that process. I feel like we haven't spoken enough about it, how they yeah. feel. Like, yeah, um, definitely. yeah. Definitely. I mean, well, and for anybody observing, again, if you have any idea, this is a great example because you didn't intentionally downplay it. You just did what you thought was natural and maybe you, you know what, I guess, it is a pretty amazing thing, this learn autism that we've created. That's where just like when we meet people, like we just have this idea to do this show, you know, you meet someone and they hear about the show or our initiative with financial education and literacy for special needs families. And like, oh my gosh, that's so great. And you kind of go, you know, I, I, I guess it is. But it's, it's when we do the show live, there's a little audio clip that goes out that will generally promote it. I'm going to take the time to, not just have that take place, but actually, you know, just let people know here is a free resource. This is where you need to go, um, you know, and, and guide them, not just to the show, but to the website and the app. I'm still trying to absorb it. Yeah, all. Go ahead, I'm, Brian. I'm also going to suggest, and you probably have thought about this, but you, you ought to consider a marketplace as well, because we have, you know, we've had guests on here who have, you know, autism parents and, and, and folks with other special needs issues that have written books that have that do have films that do have other kinds of material that can be available to support the community. Would love, I would love any suggestion. I mean, I would love any again. Yeah, this is part of it is that I'm, I'm definitely uh, since I moved here for different reasons. I mean, uh, some of them, you know, personal as in, you know, I just want it, uh, to be in a place where I can just be, and I can just, um, be able to, you know, express myself in different ways and, and, uh, and also, you know, different opportunities for my kids for sure. And, um, I didn't have to fight every day for their education. And that was a big part of it. And just to get for the sure. basics. And again, as the world is changing, it's a process. So I'm not uh, saying it's worse here or it's worse there. It's just what I needed to do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's just what I needed to do at that time. Uh, it is possible to do multiple things for sure. And, um, I'm very appreciative. Definitely would love any any advice or again, I do what we can with the resources I have and 
that. And so do all my partners and colleagues. So uh, I definitely saw, thought there was something in providing information because I needed information. I needed so much information and there was too much information. I needed it compressed. Yeah. I needed small videos. I needed yeah. on each topic. And that's how, that's something I needed for myself. Yeah. So again, I was, and, and the same with like the Child Development Center, I needed the services. So we are our own clients. So right. what right. better research, what better research, you know? That, and that for sure. Yeah, I was going to say that. But that, yeah. no, I just I know that as when we deal with it, you know, the idea of sitting down or reading a long book or watching an hour and a half, you know, uh, we like I can't even I I can't even fathom separating the time to be able to sit and devote my attention to that. I need it in bite-sized pieces, and, and right. it's, sometimes say. it's a lot to consume, right? It's a lot to take lot in, and you got to have you know a way to break it up, and 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 again, knowing that the resources are there that that's available. So yeah. I just I yeah. I'm, I'm I'm with you. We're on the same we're on the same yeah. page. It's, yeah, it's and awesome. any uh, I, we always say during this show, we just, there's so many things we've discovered during the show, uh, which is you know. Anything that affects the general community affects their neurodivergent or special needs community 10 times as much. And the big theme that has been playing in my head and become a you know mantra that you know everything I post or think lately is which is that no one is coming to save us. Mm. No one is coming to save us. And if no, and again, if that applies to the general population, it applies to parents and caregivers of those with special needs not even 10 times, maybe 50 times more. No one is coming to save us but us. And then the other thing is that for our, um, our, for, in order for us to thrive, you know, in terms of uh, our financial wellness, our physical wellness, our mental wellness, our emotional wellness, we have spiritual. to have part spiritual wellness. Mm -hmm. We need to have partnerships and participate. We don't turn that over to somebody else. Your doctor is somebody with whom you're partnering. I don't care how many degrees they have or what the case might be. So we have to listen to our bodies and be able to tell them what it is that we're going through. And if you're not exchanging energy, then maybe you need to find another doctor. And what you've done here is you decided my child needs A, B, and C, and I need D, E, and F. It's not here. Let me create it. You can't be a warrior and a warrior at the same time. You can't be the victor or the victim. I mean, you have to be one of the two. And so your example of just all of those things, just, I don't know, I'm, again, I'm literally, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm taking these notes and I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm blown away. And that's the, the great thing about doing this show is you're like, you figure you're going to meet great people and, you know, but when you do and the and the level of value is exceeded, like we were talking the other day, we had the nerve to do a, we did a summit two years ago. It was a two day event. We're gearing up to do another one and you have to be a part of it. Absolutely. I would yeah. love to help out also. Yeah. I would love yeah. that. I mean, yeah. collaborations are Wow, like, and, and especially when we are coming together for a shared, if you think about it, like just this experience, like we're already connected because of it, all of us everywhere mm -hmm. in the world, you know, uh, beyond anything that is happening or all the other differences, we are connected through this experience. So we're only gonna be able, so we are working together or on, you know, just, uh, and, 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 what we can how what we can foster through these connections the, the the ideas that can become 
I mean, we are, we really are the, the cycle breakers. We're also the, the, the people planting seeds. And, uh, and that's great because, you know, you plant these seeds 10 years from now. Uh, you see something different. If everybody's doing the same or a lot of us are doing the same, there is change. We've observed change. Now we're hoping for more, especially as our kids are into adulthood. Uh, my shift has, I, I feel like I've done a lot in early childhood. Now my shift is in adulthood. What happens next? Yeah. You know, and exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We have a lot. Uh, I think when we're, when we're done, we we're going to, and, and Sean and I are going to talk about this because we, you know, we've, we've got a, the list of resources of folks that we've had on the program and folks that we've been in, you know, in conversation with and, in, you know, it's significant. We definitely need to connect you to a bunch of, a bunch of to. those resources now. Um, filmmakers, again, authors, creatives, and, you know, people who are also parents um, because it's, it's where one plus one equals 10. And this, we, we keep, do, we do this all the time because for us, it's, it's developing a net that's broad or a web, if you will, of, of resources where, where people can piggyback. We stand on shoulders of giants, right? Isn't that how we succeed? Um, mm -hmm. and so continuing to put those great folks together. So yeah. such a, amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. Love it. I'm and I will say this, uh, last thing I'll say too. I tell Sean this all the time. I, you know, sometimes, oops, sometimes I bang on my microphone. Sometimes I, as a, uh, as a parent of a child, not on the autism spectrum, I sometimes feel like I'm an outsider or I feel, you know, sometimes I joke about a fraud, I feel like a fraud going to these things only because I don't have that shared experience of being a parent of a child with autism. And yet I feel like I am <laughs> just by osmosis and by the connection. And we share so many, you know, so many um, ex experiences and thoughts and feelings and emotions that, that, uh, you know, the, the world of, of, of special needs of neurodiverse, you know, experiences is, 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 is definitely what, where this is all about, uh, where, where this is all going to the shared experience as a community. And so I'm grateful to be able to know you and this resource um, and be able to share the resources that we have with you so we can continue to extend this, this broad that. web. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, well, we've come to the time in the show where we ask the following question, and I, I always anticipate the answer. I'm at the edge of my seat in this case. You know, <laughs> in order to make the world a better place or our ability to make the world a better place is tied to our willingness or ability to change ourselves. So with that, give us just one example, if you can, of a belief that you once held dearly, believe strongly, but no longer believe to be true. Oh. <laughs> it's not one belief. It's the entire paradigm. Uh, and I mean that on a, on a bigger level than just our, 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 this one experience. I think uh, with the knowledge that we are ignorant no matter where we are because there's always more to learn and uh sometimes everything we know needs to be shattered in order to make room for the truth uh, as we continue to expand um you know our knowledge and our and this is this is what it is what it's uh i would let go of my conditioning and I, mm. what I mean by that is uh the things i was taught not necessarily with bad intentions but some of the things I was taught, of course, uh, and replace them with things that I learned as wow. I lived. 
Love that. That's beautiful. It is. Um, it this, is. yeah. Do you want to do what you're going to comment on that or is we're going to? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So, I say, uh, Hazan, this has been, uh, again, a, a great experience and a great, and a great conversation. And again, the shared experiences that we have just make us, you know, that much more connected. So I've enjoyed um, this time. I want to thank people who have uh, been able to, you know, sign in and, and, and give us comments. And for those that are catching us after the fact, please, if you've got comments, you can share. We're going to put the Again, the learnautism.com uh, will be in our, our show notes. So please reach out to them. Please uh, look and see what the what, what's uh, what's available to you. Uh, it's amazing, an amazing resource. Uh, for those listening on podcasts, thanks for joining us. WSTX AM Radio, thank you folks for joining us. And again, if you want to reach out to us, uh, hit us up at uh, wearejusttwodads at gmail.com. Um, it's all one word, no dashes, no dots, no nothing. We are just T-W-O, two dads at gmail.com. Um, I want to thank Billy Footwear, who's uh, been a friend of the show and sponsor. And, uh, you know, it's good, not, we I think we're going to put it up on the site. We'll put it in the show notes, a link to Billy Footwear. Um, he does adaptive footwear for uh, for folks of all ages and sizes and uh, has a, an amazing, again, an amazing resource. Um, Sean and I do a biweekly um men's support group called the den and was up on the screen there for a second but it'll be in the show notes as well a form to fill out if you'd like to join the den it's free it's a it, every two weeks on a sunday uh, morning dads who often don't find a safe place to have a conversation about what they're going through uh as a father of a child with special needs it's a safe place to have a conversation and again great that uh, environment of shared experience. So please join us um, for the den. There's Billy Footwear's link, 10% off, by the way, if you if you click on the link and use the Just Two Dads, well, actually, if you use the affiliate link there, you'll get 10% off on your on your purchase. Um, I, uh, a lot going on in the world as we sign off. And so, you know, uh, for those of us that have Loved ones in areas of conflict, uh, God bless you and keep you safe. And uh, may we have some peace at some point in the world. It'll be wonderful to have a day of peace. Start with a day. Let's just start with a day and go on beyond that. And and um, and as I say every show, empathy and love. That is really what it's all about. And and it's funny because we keep I keep saying like now more than ever, and every week it is even more pronounced. Now more than keeps escalating. Now more than ever, have some empathy for the person that is. You never know what they're going through. You don't know what they're they're dealing with with their children, with their spouse, with their loved ones. Uh, have some empathy. Don't make a judgment. Have some empathy. And if you look at the world through lenses of love, it makes all the difference in the world. So, empathy and love, folks. Please um, hug your family. Uh, tomorrow's not promised. So with that. Asna, thank you for being a guest on our show. Thank you um, for having me. I'm going to send it to Sean to wrap us up, and we'll end this this episode. Amazing, 150 episode number 150, one of the best. I love it. Yes, yes. Hasna, so thank away. you again. And I want to share again, like now more than ever, it's only going to. That's only because we're at today. Tomorrow, it's going to be more important than it is today to ask more questions and make less statements to be more childlike and less childish. And then one of the things that we can, that we need to embrace, I caught myself the other day, I made this post, I was driving 
It was just down the street from my son's school. And I wasn't late. I had some time to spare. And this person was driving in front of me. And they were driving really slow, really <laughs> slow. And they got on my nerves. And usually, usually when that happens, I go, I, I, I have the presence of mind or consciousness to go, man, when I pull up beside you, you better be old. Because you know, because if you are, then I can I can give you I can give you some grace. But here's the thing: why do they need to be old to get some level of grace from me? You know why? Because while we don't want to admit it, me, the soldier of love, the agent of change, as I hashtag on my post, we need to admit that we want people to be more like us than we realize. I want you to think like me. I want you to have, th we talk about the differences that we celebrate and everything. We need to first accept that. No, I might want you to be a little more like me. I want you to root for the same sports team or whatever, despite the fact that it'll be weird if everybody's rooting for the same team, but we want people to be more <laughs> like us and we seek that. It takes me, takes me back to a, a, a poster at my son's um, middle school. It was a picture of this. It was a drawing and I think it was Abraham Lincoln, but it was this man. He, he, he says, that man over there is nothing like me at all i must get to know him and we have yeah. to continue to think that way and it takes effort because i'm telling you as conscious as i try to be and everything i slip into the unconscious thought that oh you need to be more like me we don't realize that and that's work that we must never ever tire of so you know to everyone within the sound of my voice thank you so much if you're watching us if you're listening wherever you might be we love you and we've got some great things coming down the line uh i just can't wait i am so thankful and glad to be alive for sure Haza, thank you again oh well, thank you to sean you. hall our, our producer in hawaii <laughs> thank you sean and to Nick, nicholas's journey nicholas's journey who's been following us on facebook uh i got your comment nicholas we'll be in touch with you thank you so much we love you bye everybody